WHHH-FM Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines, your eye on the community on High 96.3. Hold up. And good morning to you, Indianapolis. It is Sunday, July 25th, 2021. It is the last Sunday of the month, and that means we are more, way more now, than halfway through 2021. Remember last year when it literally felt like we kept repeating the same week in March every week for like six, seven months? This year is totally different. We are flying through 2021, and I hope that you are making the best of it. I know a lot of people are. We're going to highlight a couple of folks who are making 2021 a year to remember when we do uh, some news and notes later in the show of successes. But this morning, I want to give you the opportunity to uh, make a woman's life a little bit better. We've got a local organization who is uh, has a couple of different ways that they want to put a smile on the face of a woman that you know with some love delivered. We're talking about somebody can get their house professionally cleaned. Somebody's going to get a mini sanctuary built in their house. And at least five women are going to get a gift left on their porch. Do you know a woman in your life who may be deserving of that? We will tell you how you can nominate them to get this gift, this love delivered. But we also need some help with some donations to make this happen. All of that is coming up here in a couple of moments. But it is the last Sunday of the month, and that means it is Open Lines, a day of hot topics. I've got a number of things that I want you to be aware of, and then we'll talk about uh, several things. One of the big things I want to hear from you on is the governor and this unemployment benefits. He says that extra $300 coming from the federal government is keeping people from going to work. But is that true? Or is it that these employers just aren't paying enough? What are you seeing? We'll talk about that after 8.30. So much coming up on the show today. But first, we will start the show off with what is happening today in the news. Indianapolis's Black Lives Matter mural on Indiana Avenue is fading. But not to worry, its life is being extended inside the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. Wish TV reports that 18 artists who painted the mural are forming an art collective to further showcase their work. The Children's Museum will open the Stories from Our Community Art of Protest exhibit on August 7th. IMPD is welcoming 59 new officers to the force this weekend. The new class was sworn in on Friday. IMPD is still looking to fill 100 open positions right now. Recruiters are preparing to start the next recruit class early next month. It is the end of July, and that means school is about to start. Thousands of Central Indiana students will return to the classroom as early as tomorrow. And that comes just as Marion County health officials release their latest COVID guidelines for schools. The health department says it is not requiring all students and staff to wear masks. Instead, the guidance says schools should maintain social distancing of three feet. It only says unvaccinated students, teachers, and staff should wear a mask. Again, that is only unvaccinated. However, masks are required to be worn on every school bus in the state of Indiana. That's due to the federal mandate requiring masks on all public transportation, which includes airplanes, trains, and all buses. The president of Indiana University has tested positive for COVID-19. Wish TV reports that despite being fully vaccinated, IU President Pamela Witten tested positive for COVID on Thursday after experiencing mild cold-like symptoms. Witten is new to IU. She just started in that job as IU's 19th president just this month on July 1st. Meanwhile, yesterday, the state of Indiana saw 786 new COVID cases and two new deaths. 2.9 million Hoosiers are now fully vaccinated. In the forecast, the southern part of Indiana will see some rain showers today. Central Indiana will remain dry with a high temperature reaching 88 degrees. Monday is even hotter with a high of 90 and then we'll top out at 91 on Tuesday. Right now, it is 78 degrees in Indy. 
All right, 8.05 on this first Sunday of the month, and it's time to think about that woman in your life who is deserving of a little something special. Who might that be? Who is that woman in your life? Uh, Now's the time to make that list because if she's listening, uh, she's going to want to be on this list because Samantha Douglas, one of our local community activists and organizers who is in the know, particularly with all things on the east side and one of her organizations that she is a part of, uh, CAFE, is doesn't stop there. Now she's trying to see how she can make sure that some love is delivered with putting smiles uh, on, on some faces of some women here in central Indiana. Three different things that she is offering for. Uh, it could be up to eight different women, but first, she needs nominations. She needs to know where to go. She needs to know who needs some love delivered. Samantha joins us on our live line right now to tell us, is this too good to be true? Good morning, Samantha. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. You and um, the mister look pretty fly. I saw you on Facebook going to yesterday's garden party looking good. Thank you. Oh, it was phenomenal. It was so beautiful. They did an excellent job, man. Listen, black people don't deserve uh, luxury, and they got it yesterday. It was beautiful. Everything that I've seen so far looks good. You know, we saw each other at Party Way, didn't go to, get to go to garden party, but everything from the week looked beautiful so congratulations yes. to be nimble and everybody else who partnered with them yes it was incredible well speaking of community organiza- organizing and putting smiles on people's faces and excellence tell us about love delivered yes so uh love delivered is an initiative through uh, our women's community called love her league and um, we were created to be just a, a safe space for women to share and learn and grow together, whether that's blog posts or uh, podcasts that we have or um, even things like this, just supporting their being there for each other. I know um, statistically it's a fact that women were uh, most impacted mentally, uh, mental health wise, I should say, by COVID-19. And um, it's, it's been a very hard year trying to get back after all of this. So just giving them kind of a head start, you know, or with the house cleaning or giving them um, a little love gift on their porch just to remind them that, you know, we love them, we support them, we're here for them, we appreciate them, okay, value them. Um, and then uh, creating the mini sanctuaries, like, man, you don't know what it does when you just walk into a room that just looks complete and finished. So you I know. know it's, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, it's like it's, it's, it's painted, it's decorated, and it just it just puts your spirit at ease. Well, I know that there are women listening right now who are looking at somebody in their car or in the house like, um, I need this. Somebody better nominate me. How does that work? Yes, so you go to loveherleague.com, and um, on the homepage, very first thing is the Love Delivered nomination link. So you click right there. Um, It takes you to the nomination form. You just fill it out. All it asks you is your name, your email, their name, their email, um, what you're nominating them for, whether it's the house cleaning, um, a love gift, or a um or the the mini sanctuary and then um, it asks you why you're nominating them and let me tell you the nominations we have so far these messages are absolutely beautiful we have amazing women here in the city so how are you going to narrow it down so um our women's community we have about 60 members and um, and it's easy to join you just do that online at loverleague.com as well but once we have all of the nominations, I'm sending out a uh, voting form to all of our members. We are going to vote as a community on who gets these um, Love Delivered. So how did you come up with, with Love Delivered? You already have a lot that you do. Where did, where did Love Delivered come from? Yeah, yeah. I Well, um, last year, I just really... When you when you're out here doing community work and you're you're involved in the community and talking to people, you really just see how much impact little simple gestures of kindness can have on somebody. Not just their day, just in their life, in their world, with their hopes, their dreams, their purpose. They're just igniting them, you know, making them 
feel involved in a, a part of life again. And so I started thinking last year about little things we can do to just really start to engage our community, encourage people to keep going. And, um, you know, more than just put a smile on their face, it, it really does kind of put you back in a space of, of gratitude, which I believe really kind of drives us toward our purpose and um, our passions in life. So, okay, tell us again about the different love that can be delivered. You've got three different tiers of, of packages. Yes. So two women will get their house professionally cleaned. Two, um, five women will get a love gift left on their porch. And one woman will get a mini sanctuary, which will come in, will paint, will decorate, will let whatever she needs us to do to make her room feel complete. You know, like give a room a facelift. So they go to the website. Yes. And they get started on that end. So you need you need names for nominations, but you also need a little help with making this possible. How can people who want to give, how can they help with this? Absolutely. We need help with the giving as well. Um, this is only possible by the donations of other people. Every donation to Lover League is tax deductible because it is under our 501 is Priced Up Ministries. Mm-hmm. And so um, they can give by using our cash app, which is Christ Up Sam, or our PayPal, which is also at Christ Up Sam. All right, let me see. The phone keeps ringing. Hang on, Samantha. Let's see what's going on on, on the uh, hotline. Somebody may want to talk to you, or it could be something totally different. But let's see. Uh, caller on line one, who's this? It is something different. I yeah, I know it is. Call me later. Ain't nobody asked you to call. I knew it was you. I could do a segment about Girl Scout cookies, and he's going to call to have something to say about it. Uh, it is not time for that, Mr. Larry Vaughn. Call me back later. I know you'll have a lot to say. I knew it was him. I don't even have color ID, and I knew it was him. Nevertheless, uh, I just did that to prove a point to myself. Samantha. <laughs> Larry Vaughn, ladies and gentlemen. Larry Vaughn. Um how can people, you would give us one more time, nominate and give donations? Yes. So if you would like to give a donation, the cash app is Christ Up Sam. If you would like to give a donation via PayPal, it is at Christ Up Sam. You could also go to ChristUp.org and give a donation. But if you do it through there, you would just need to let me know that it's for Love Delivered. And then... Um, to nominate, you can go to loveherleague.com, and the nomination form is the very first option on there. You'll see the orange and purple link, and um, we need nominations. We need donations, and even if you want to donate services, so I, I also didn't say that we are supporting women-owned businesses through this initiative as well, so we are paying women-owned businesses to do the house cleaning. So if you are a woman-owned business that cleans, that does residential cleaning, I would love to partner for this. Um, and even if you want to donate services, that would be amazing as well. All right. Samantha, you are doing some good work, and uh, we love what you're doing. I know some folks who are already like, uh, what's that website one more time? Let me get that. Uh, give it to <laughs> us one more time. Love Her League. Love Her League.com. Love Her League.com. Samantha Douglas, thank you so much. Always good to talk to you. And yes, uh, we you. will keep talking so you can keep us. She's she's one of the people I call when I need to know what's going on on the east side <laughs> and different things coming up. Anything you want to share real quick? Um, I just threw it at you. I know. I know, right? <laughs> um, not really. You know, love somebody today. Uh, they uh, need it. All right. Samantha Douglas, thank you so much for joining us thank on Open you. Lines. All right. All right. Samantha doing something good for uh, the ladies here in our community. Uh, thank you again, Samantha, for that. Unfortunately, though, y'all, we're going to take a commercial break. But when we come back, I've got some headlines that uh, just some things that I'm watching and some things um, that you need to be aware of, uh, 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 several things that are happening with black women. Um, across the state of Indiana in some not-so-good capacities. But they are names you need to know, uh, and they are something that you can do um, to make sure that their stories do not disappear. I'm going to tell you about Rashia Whitlock, an Indianapolis woman, 
And I'm also going to tell you about Tanisha Campbell, a woman from Louisville who died mysteriously in a southern Indiana jail. These stories are blowing up. Tanisha's story out of Louisville um, has now caught the attention of the big attorneys like Ben Crump. Um, They are calling for answers and some security footage. We will tell you so more, much, much more about all of that and so much more when the open line show continues on Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Keeping you connected to what's happening in our city, it's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. And we are back here on Open Lines on 106.7 WTLC and Hot 96.3. Uh, we just heard from Samantha Douglas with some awesome things that she is doing for women in the community. But unfortunately, a couple of names of black women are making uh, national headlines uh, for the wrong reasons. First off, uh, I need everybody to keep their eyes out for a missing black woman, Rashia Whitlock. Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department's Missing Persons Unit uh, say they are asking for the public's help in looking for her. Rashia Whitlock is 32 years old. She was last seen around 10 p.m. on July 10th at the Sheridan Hotel at 31 West Ohio Street. That's in downtown Indy. IMPD says Whitlock is a black woman, 5 foot 2 inches tall and 112 pounds with black hair and brown eyes. Anyone who finds Whitlock should call 911 immediately. Anyone with information on her whereabouts, who she might be hanging with, who she might have been with, anything about her uh, that would be helpful to getting an idea of where she was, where she could be, and locating her, uh, you are are asked to call IMPD's Missing Person Unit at 317-327-6160. Again, that's 317-327-6160. 6160. And again, if you know anything uh, or if you see her, if you think you see you see her or you thought you saw her, call 911 immediately um, because her folks, her family would like to get her uh, back home immediately. Uh, On top of that, I'm going to tell you about something that I'm keeping an eye on. And it is the mysterious death of 23 year old Tanisha Campbell in southern Indiana. According to Louisville Fox affiliate WDRB, Chappelle was arrested back in May and was still in jail on shoplifting charges after a crash where she was running from police officers. Police say she was part of a group that stole thousands of dollars in merchandise from the Edinburgh Outlet Mall. The Louisville woman died while in custody of the Jackson County Jail in southern Indiana. Now, it is unclear exactly what happened to her, but her family says she called home numerous times, alerting them to incidents that had happened inside the jail. On one call, the family told them, quote, she told the family, quote, they are going to kill me. Get me out of here. Chappelle's mother said in another call, she said someone cut Tanisha's throat, but the jail kept putting her back in the same cell. In another incident, she, was try- she said someone was trying to poison her. This story has now gotten the attention of uh, national civil rights attorneys uh, and different um, organizations who are calling attention to uh, this mysterious death of this woman in a southern Indiana jail. Uh, ben Crump, who has been the attorney for a number of families, including Breonna Taylor, Uh, George Floyd, the civil attorney, has now gotten involved and he has taken on uh, the case because the family is not letting this go, of course, as you would expect. Um, They are calling for accountability. They are counting for answers. They are uh, calling for security footage to be released um, from what happened inside of that jail. 
I've got a report that I want to share with you from uh, WDRB reporter Breon Martin, who has been covering this story, as this is something that I am keeping an eye on and something that you need to know about. Sam Aguiar is one of the attorneys representing Breonna Taylor's family. He announced that he, along with the National Civil Rights Attorney Ben Crump and Lanita Baker, would help Chappelle's family get answers. What happened to Tanisha Chappelle? It's been a week since the 23-year-old mom died in the custody of the Jackson County Jail. Since then, her sister, Ranisha Morrell, has gone from asking detectives for answers to getting attention from civil rights lawyers. And if Tanisha, you can hear me, I'm trying and I'm sorry. And I'm gonna do all I can. We gonna do all we can to get justice and get answers. Aguiar claims Chappelle never had a chance and that the Jackson County Jail deprived her of showers, basic medical needs and so on. All they know is that Tanisha began to get sick on Thursday, July 15th. She had a fever that was severe enough for the Jackson County Jail to test her temperature every 15 minutes, but they did not see fit to get her proper medical care or call EMS at that time. An official autopsy report has yet to be released, which Indiana State Police say could take about a week. The Chappelle family's legal team is working on getting an independent medical examination. We're not going to wait for them to get us information. We're going to go after the information ourselves. Her parents say they won't stop until they get answers. That was my baby. That was the baby. And we loved her. She was loved her. Breon Martin, WDRB News. All right, we thank uh, Breon Martin of WDRB, the Fox affiliate in uh, Louisville, for covering uh, that story. That's one that started popping up on social media. Uh, I can open the phone lines for a couple of minutes on on, on this topic. Um, And and as well, if anybody knows any information about uh, Rashia Whitlock, the Indianapolis woman who is missing, please let us know and call 911. But 317-239-9696, the phone line started ringing uh, during that story, so I know folks have... Um, something that they want to share or or say about that. But this is a story uh, that is starting to rumble up and has already caught the attention of, uh, you know, folks in the world of Ben Crump and and others like that who are uh, calling for, uh, at, at minimum, the security footage to be released so they can see what was going on inside of that jail. 317-239-9696. Uh, it's a morning of hot topics and open lines for the rest of the show right now, talking about what is happening uh, in some southern Indiana jails uh, and unfortunate headlines that we need to pay attention to uh, on this Sunday of hot topics, the last Sunday of July. Let's go to the phones. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? I'm sorry, Cameron. You're sorry. Okay. Okay. But anyway, I just wanted to, uh, since I've been accused of being a, a Uncle Tom and everything else, and told that uh, Harriet Tubman would have shot me. Well, we need to look at Harriet Tubman. She did a thing that was being commonly done back in those times before fugitive slave laws were sustained by the Supreme Court. She was stealing property from the plantation owners, which had no defense against it at the time that the fugitive slave laws were passed, taking them to Canada or anywhere else she could, and then selling them back into slavery. That's what she was doing. And for us to say that we want her on our $20 bill, some woman, you might as well have Uncle Tom on the $20 bill because that's what she, she was worse than that. But in any case, uh, we need to examine the history that's trying to be forced on us and people that we're holding up as icons because most of them are really the dreads, you know, especially Harriet Tubman. She was nothing but trafficking and contraband because she was stealing people's property and selling them into slavery elsewhere. And, she, and you just think about it, Cameron, the circumstances and the motivation. Slaves were bringing $2,000 a head. If you could steal them, and it was just like stealing a herd of cattle. You didn't want any of your cattle to get away. That's why she had the gun. But uh, she wasn't doing anything benevolent. Right. She was looking out for her pocket, but she was a Delaware blue head. All right. Larry, thank you for, for the apology. I, I greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have no idea what Larry was talking about. I almost wanted to ask Larry, what are you talking about? But we would have spent another five minutes with me trying to figure out how we got to there. Nevertheless, the phone lines are still ringing. All right. Larry had his piece. He had his piece. More people are calling. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? 
Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, this is May- hey, Mayhem. Good morning, sir. The, mo- the most dangerous thing is that first caller putting out misinformation. I wanted to ask you, who is controlling media in Naptown? Because Miss Whitlock, she mm-hmm. was missing. She was missing the temp. The story didn't come out to the twenty first. Mm-hmm. So, and you go ahead. Right, you're the only. Uh, you might be the second one to talking about it. No media news is talking about it. It came out ten days late. Uh, the Jerry Nasser thing. Uh, mm-hmm. No one talking about that. How the FBI lied on the report. Who is suppressing the information in Indianapolis? Because well, I can address the. Um, I don't know who's controlling anything, but I guess I I know what you're asking. Uh, right. This woman has been missing since July 10th. Why is it just now coming out now? And and you are right about the dates. That's when IMPD released it to the media to say, hey, we need help. This woman's been missing for a couple of days. And all of the stations jumped on it right then. Obviously, this is my first show since they announced it. So that's why I'm saying it. But um, it is one of my biggest frustrations that when somebody is missing, how long the police waits uh, before they ask the public and the media for help with getting that information out there. I understand on one hand why they do it is because a lot of times these people are found or these people have run away and they're trying to make sure that they don't want to cry wolf every time with someone who ran away because that happens more than you know. Uh, But at the same time, you have these instances where someone legit is missing and it's it's like, man, if it's, it's the 25th and she's been missing since... The 10th, that's that's 15 days. I wish someone could have said something um, earlier. So that's a question that when we get some of the police types, the chief or deputy chiefs on here soon, uh, we can address with them. But I'm right there with you. It's one of my biggest frustrations. One more, uh, Go ahead. Uh, one more thing. In the last two years, we had 25, 26 women come up dead in this city. Mm-hmm. We, got a, we had a lady that uh, they found her leg. Mm. Uh, uh, they never found her body. Uh, I can understand you want to go ask them, but them are the ones are suppressing the information, and our women are coming up dead. And nobody uh, really, really seemed like to me concerned. You had a lady last week uh, was shot and burnt up in Hallville. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is going on in the city? And then you had that that one story about the lady being killed in the jail. Why are we not protecting our black women? I mean, we want the blue suits to do it. But them are the ones that hide and suppressing the information. Thank you. Thank you for the call, sir. I appreciate it. Good conversation. 317-239-9696. Other people uh, want to chime in on this as we're having a Sunday of Hot Topics. Caller on line two. Good morning. You're live on Open Lines. Hello. Hello. You're live on the air. Who's this? Michael. Michael, talk to me. Well, concerning the prison, uh, the um, correctional facilities down southern Indiana, mm-hmm. what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, you're a young man. I'm an old man. Young man, I'm going to tell you this. This has been happening for decades. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, uh, the older people like me know it. Uh, we couldn't get a better president. Number two, they need to take the filibuster and throw it out the door. Number three, Joe Biden, the voting rights are very important. I want to tell Indianapolis and in the world something. When your voting rights, when you've been denied to vote, what's going to come next? I want everybody to ask themselves: Are we are we trying to are they trying to take us back? That was the whole a purpose of Donald Trump. In fact, I kept on telling the people where I live. Are you there, sir? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. We're listening. I keep on telling the people where I live. You're looking at a person that's wanting to take us back to the 30s. I'm talking about Hitler. I called Donald Trump Hitler number two. And everybody know what Hitler did. So America, black America, and all the other minorities wake up. All right. Thank you for the call. What they're trying to do. But as far as these correctional facilities, they've been like this. And the reason they've been like this is because look at the judges in every city. Who were they appointed by? So that's my my, uh, 
uh, you know. That's your two cents. That's your piece. All right. To you, sir. Thank you, sir. You have a wonderful Sunday, sir. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you listening as always. 317-239-9696-317-239-9696. I'll take another call on this before we take a break, and we'll talk about more hot topics and some success news that I want to share with y'all uh, coming up here in just a few moments. But caller on line three. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Hey, don't care. I'm brother Motel. Hey, good morning. I, I feel mayhem's uh, angst at what's going on with our women not as I, I've, I've been saying it for the last couple of years. I've never seen women uh, attacked or uh, uh, shot and murdered. I've got some friends uh, or some people I know that live here from home whose daughter, I mean, whose cousin and the one the, the, their uncle's daughter was murdered on Post Road back in, I think, the 1st of February. And there's just been no leads on it. No leads. She was with a friend, another female. Supposedly the car was shot up around 30th and Post. And uh, she was killed, and nothing happened. So, I mean, when we were raised, uh, you know, even the guys in the streets had rules. <laughs> they didn't mess with mm-hmm. old folks, women, children. And uh, and, and uh, back then the word was called cripple. You know, we say disabled now. Mm-hmm. So now it seems the worst people are getting it is old folks, women, disabled, and children. And that leads me to the point of the uh, so, Boy Scouts, I know you had the girl from Girl Scouts on, that's why I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even call and bring the subject up. Mm-hmm. But we know the Boy Scouts paid out $850 million a couple weeks ago to 60,000 victims. 60,000. I'm probably saying it's triple that. Probably 180,000 children were abused from them. No one's arrested. No one goes to jail. Out of all the thousands, 50,000 Catholic priests, they think, that abuse children, mostly boys, but definitely children, Three or four, I went to prison. No one was arrested. Matter of fact, Pope John, uh, Pope, uh, this new, the, the Pope we have now who came in was trying to change the system. But even going back to Pope John Paul, they protected him. They, they secured him. I'm trying to figure out how is it that we can have Bill Cosby, they changed the law in Pennsylvania, just to go back and attack Cosby. But yet there are people, uh, and they call, you know, all lives matter, or whatever you want to call it. Then how come the lives don't matter? How is it that these people can do this to children, and no one is arrested. you got 30 men, 30 young men, 20, 19, 20, 21, at Ohio State two weeks ago who said that the doctor there, team doctor, sexually molested them. No one's arrested. So the issue I'm having is it seems to be selective arrest. Uh, we had a last baseball game at Riverside Wednesday. I discussed it with some people, a part of Riverside, about the burnouts and the uh, – fast driving in the park, it, uh, and uh, one of the people, persons there who uh, was at the meeting told me that they brought that up, and the police told them, well, there's nothing they can do about it. And they told them that, no, why don't you just put about four or five police to walk around the park? Mm-hmm. They don't have to hassle anybody. They don't have to come out guns blazing. But if they just walk around, that could eliminate or alleviate the, the issue of, of the burnouts. And I, and I know uh, people have been talking about this as far as 38th Street and stuff like that. But my whole point is that when we look at, and, and, child, and let's make, make a mistake, child molestation and rape people are, is a violent crime. The FBI has four violent crimes. Now be done. Murder, attempted murder, aggravated assault, and child molestation and rape. So that's a violent crime. Yet no one goes to jail for it, pretty much, uh, in these circles that are that are being uh, protected in. That's just an issue I'm having because we're seeing that, you know, when hand comes down on black folks, it's going to come down. If black people are caught doing something, you're going to get you're going to get the hand on you. That's just the way it is. But it seems like when there's white folks or largely white-owned institutions, or if they're uh, insulated but white, that, that nothing never happens, and it's just a bad double standard in the country that we keep seeing and we need these double standards to stop and lastly i'll be gone Hurry New up, the music's pilot- playing. okay 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 go with me appreciate you coming and, and uh keep up the good work and thanks for taking my call all right i appreciate you man thank you all right uh we're going to continue with more uh hot topics and discussion of what's happening in and around ending coming up in just a few moments we got to take a quick commercial break and when we come back uh, we will talk about some successes. Uh, one of them is the Black Innovation Week of Party Week. We'll tell you about that. Uh, and I'm going to send a special shout out to one of our loyal listeners who is making some success in her life because she listens to the Open Line Show. We'll have a shout out for Tamika coming up 
and then we'll have a conversation with you. I really want to hear from you with this unemployment fight. The governor says that $300 benefit coming from the federal government on unemployment is keeping people from going to work. Is that what you think it is? Or is it that maybe these jobs aren't paying enough? What is it? That's a conversation we'll have in three minutes when the Open Line Show continues. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Let's get back to Open Lines, your eye on the community on Hot 96.3. Good morning. How you doing? What the move is? Welcome back to Open Lines. Okay, I'll stop. Uh, good morning. This is the Open Lines Show. I'm Cameron Riddle. It is the last Sunday of July 2021, and we are having a morning of uh, hot topics here on the show. Uh, but before we continue, I want to do uh, a couple of shout-outs for some folks who are having some strong, some strong success right here in Central Indiana. Uh, first, let's send a shout-out. To our friends at Be Nimble, congratulating them on their success on a successful Black Innovation Week. The team led by Jeff Williams and Kelly Jones worked with several organizations to launch the first annual Black Innovation Week, also known as Party Week. The number of events hosted this past week included the Garden Party last night and Party Way, the art festival that we told you first about last week right here on the show, all of them were huge successes. As I said I would, I stopped by Party Way on Thursday and more than 700 people had already bought tickets ahead of the event and even more people were buying tickets at the door. The classy and flashy garden party was last night at Lucas Oil Estate at Lucas Estates and it was also a huge success. This is year 1 and from what I saw with my own eyes, Party Week will quickly become known as its own version of Black Expo Summer Celebration. It will be its own thing just as big. We'll see what happens in a couple of years. Congratulations to the team at Be Nimble and all of their partners. And also, I want to send the congratulations out to Tamika. Tamika is a loyal listener of the Open Line Show you might remember remember last month I had Perry Township Schools on the show for their hiring fair where they were looking for school bus drivers. Well, y'all, Tamika showed up. She came out. I met her. She took my bus for a test drive, and she fell in love with it. So this morning, I'm sending a congratulations to Tamika because she has been studying, and she has passed her test to get her CDL permit and is now on the path to becoming a professional driver. She is now in training. She is doing it for her family and her little baby. Tamika is an amazing person with amazing energy, and I'm looking forward to working with her. She didn't know what I looked like when she first met me, and I started talking. She was like, that's him. He sounds just like he does on the radio. That would be me. Tamika, congratulations. You never know whose life we're going to change with the segments that we do here on the Open Line Show. So congratulations to everybody for all of their hard work and success uh, that has been started. And you heard about it here first on the Open Line Show. Um, Speaking of jobs, Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb is not everyone's favorite person. And right now, much of it has to do with him blocking federal unemployment money. Now, he believes this extra $300 a week that is coming in in unemployment from the federal government is keeping Hoosiers from looking for a job. Of course, he says he's been talking with business owners from across the state who say they are short on workers and that extra $300 is the reason why. What do you think? Let's talk about that. 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. As we open the phone lines up, the question to you, though, is that what is really going on? Is that really it? Are they right? 
I've been to stores. I've been to restaurants that have had to close early due to not having enough staff. And, yeah, it's inconvenient. But I never say, well, maybe if they end that unemployment, people would go to work. The first thing that pops in my mind is, well, that sucks for me. But pay your people more and you'd have workers. It's a worker's market right now. Sure, yes, yes. Some people are abusing it. We know for a fact that some people are like, I'm not going to work as long as this unemployment check is coming in. We know that. We know that is a given in any situation. And yes, for some, that extra $300 in unemployment is an added incentive for people to stay at home on the couch. Uh, That's why you see people hiring and doing these hiring fairs. So, yeah, some people are abusing it. But is that the majority of people? The question is, and let me know if you're a business owner especially. I'd love to hear from you. Have you looked yourself in the mirror and see if there's everything that you've done, everything that you can do? How do you see it? Let's talk about it. The phone lines are already on fire. Uh, 317-239-9696-317-239-9696. And as we go to the phone lines, we say good morning uh, to Miss Heard uh, up on the north side. And we say good morning to Jones out on the west side, two of our other uh, loyal listeners. They know who they are. 317-239-9696. Caller on line one. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Mr. John, how you doing? I'm good, Mr. John. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, well, I mean, as far as that wage, I mean, as far as that unemployment, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, I mean, it's called legalized slavery. I mean, look look who, who's who's trying to take the unemployment, a Republican. You know, I mean, they want people to get out there and work for crumbs. If you get more in unemployment to pay your bills and everything that went up since COVID, everything that went up, mm-hmm. but the, the, the wages stay the same. Mm-hmm. You heard what Biden said. If you want him to work, pay him. Mm-hmm. That's all I've got to say. All right. I'm right with you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the call. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Is it the unemployment money, this extra $300, is that what's keeping people from working? Or even like me during this pandemic, I've reassessed my life and thought, am I doing what I really want to do? If you've gone for over a year without seeing an office or a person And then you come back and it just don't feel right. And you realize I did not miss looking at you. I did not miss walking in this room. Then maybe, yeah, it's time for a change. I think a lot of it is that. But what do y'all think? Is it the unemployment people are just sitting at home because they don't have to? Or is it that these wages just aren't keeping up? What is it? Who do we blame? 317-239-9696. Caller online too. Good morning. You're live on the air. Good morning. This is Kim. Kim, what's on your mind? Um, you know what? I'm just so uh, sick of these entitled business owners, not all, mm-hmm. but some, um, as well as Governor Holcomb. You have to think a lot of people have struggled significantly during this pandemic. You, unless you put yourself in their shoes, unless the business owners are willing to reverse the roles and sit in some of these homes who have lost jobs, lost major income, well, jobs, yeah, lost, you know, lost food, um, don't know how to feed their kids. You can't say that they're necessarily sitting at home, sitting on their butt, just because of the extra money. They actually need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're a business owner, just at the bottom line, you have to pay how you weigh. So if you want people to come in and work, you have to pay them. There's no reason that you have White Castle, um, Walmart, um, they're paying $14, $15 an hour, and you think somebody's going to come back into your office. For 12 and 13, 14 14 Mm dollars an hour. It just doesn't equal up. Pandemic has let a lot of people have Mm -hmm. a major reset in Mm -hmm. their lives, like you said. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have just figured out, hey, I'm worth more than this. I'm worth more than this, and I am in demand now. So you're going to have to pay me, or I'm not working there. I'll find somewhere else to work. So I think um, the business owners, as well as the government, and the state of Indiana needs to come to equal medium and figure out, hey, these people do need more money. It's not about them just staying at home. They have to feed their their, their kids. You know, everything has gone up. Um, we can't just penny pinch them and pay them what we want. We have to come out of our pockets a little more. So if you're going to pay people, then they're going to work. If not, you're going to continue to have this problem. Seems simple to me. Thank you. All right. Thank you. 317-239-9696. More callers. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? 
Hey, how you doing? My name is Adrian. Adrian, what hey, do you think? So this is what I think. I, I, uh, it's, it's going to be a hindrance uh-huh. and not actually promoting people to go out and find jobs. Okay. You know, I see I see a lot of them people with signs up, a lot, a lot of businesses with signs up saying, okay, they're hiring. Now, I understand that the wages may be a little lower than what they are, what people may need to really maintain themselves. But I also feel like that you getting these checks is doing more of a hindrance because all it's doing is handicapping people, and it's not people who want to go and get multiple jobs. I have two jobs. I work for the state, and then I have a second job to maintain. Mm-hmm. So I refuse to be, be part of that that uh, that environment of people that's like, okay, I'm just going to maintain these, these checks come in and mm-hmm. just live off that. Where it's like, go out and get, get a hustle and, and live. So that's my opinion. All right. Adrian, thank you so much for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. 317-239-9696. Let's talk about it. Is it the $300 keeping people from going to work? Or are wages just not keeping up? Or do or are these jobs just not that great? I know some people who are like, I'm not going back to an office. I will find me a, a at-home, stay-at-home, telecommuting job, whatever. I think it's so much different now. And to go back exactly the way, I guess if your wages, if you're doing exactly the same thing you were doing in February 2019, as you are going into August 2021, uh, maybe that's part of your problem. I don't know. I'm just a radio host uh, who's just asking you to call me at 317-239-9696. Caller on line one, what's your thought? Good morning. You're live on the air. Hello? All right, we lost that person. Let's go to line two. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Vance. Vance, you're live on the air. What's up? Hey, I'm listening to your radio show. I listen every Sunday. I'm Thank glad you. you this topic. Up. It's going to be hard to get people to come back to work regardless of where it's $300 or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the union got this money. Okay, give it to the people. Mm-hmm. It's hard to go back in the workforce where most of, let's say, 75% of the people had jobs working in the food industry. Mm-hmm. Not only did that affect People going to work, people was working two of those jobs, wind up losing them jobs because the factory shut down and they weren't able to take and uh, produce the material for the uh, restaurants. And then all of a sudden they lost a lot of money because conventions and stuff like that. It, this is not over with. We talk about it maybe another two or three years mm-hmm. before they can really get a grip on it. And they want to force people back to work. Then you say, go back to work, wear a mask. You know, go back to school, wear a mask. They got to figure out what's best. They, they've been having this money stockpiled forever. That, the money that they call themselves giving us to help us, they've been sending that money to other countries forever. All of a sudden now, they can't send that money to other countries because we need it. See, so what I say is take their time, get it right, make sure we get everybody vaccinated. If they don't want to get vaccinated, okay. So if you wind up checking out, that's on you. That's not on me and you. That's on them. So I think we'll be okay, but it's going to be a couple years. You know, one day about you put a government off, and you're going to be there four years unless you get lucky and get reelected. But other than that, we'll be okay. All right. Vance, thank you for the call. Hey, no problem. Thank you for listening as well. Um, and, and, And just let me set the record straight. When it comes to businesses, and, I, and I'm, I'm not saying it's all one-sided, I'm saying somewhere in the middle, um, may, it's somewhere in the middle. It's not all the business's fault, and it's not the fault of this unemployment. And I'm particularly not talking about these small mom-and-pop shops, these locally-owned businesses who um, literally wiped out their savings trying to keep their stores open and their property or their employees through the pandemic. I'm not talking about them. I've done enough of those stories to know that these people are literally hanging on by a thread. You know, think of these local donut shops and these, you know, barbecue places. I I did so many of those stories on TV and some of them here on the radio. So I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about uh, your Starbucks and and places who um, that we know can, can handle it. Um, you know, I pulled into a Starbucks uh, to get my little drink. And it was closed. And I was like, well, that sucks. Guess we'll go home and fire up the Keurig. Um, 
but it wasn't the end of the world. And at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? Y'all get y'all money. Do what you got to do. If if you're still getting uh, low wages and it's not going up, maybe now's the time for a switch. Let's take a couple more calls. 317-239-9696. A caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? This is uh, Lifestyles with Eric. Lifestyles. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? This is my take on on the whole thing, and I agree with the uh, more wages because I'm um, honestly at about 17, and for what I do, I feel like I need to be at about 20. So, um, you know, we definitely need higher wages, but the other take on that is that this is government-funded money, and for our governor to be worrying about people that uh, get this government-funded money um, sitting at home, that shouldn't be any of his concern. My thing is, um, if this month when, when this money runs out, okay, and um, these people, you know, are then looking for jobs, let that be on those people instead of the governor making that decision for them. Um, I don't think he should be trying to cut that money because, yes, these people uh, were probably making low wages. So if this is extra help for them, let them get the money that the government already. Uh, has allotted for them anyway instead of instead of him making that decision um i i definitely don't believe he cares you know uh really too much about it anyway but that's my take on that man all right i appreciate the call lifestyle thank you so much uh-huh, thank you all right let me squeeze in one more because now i'm pushing it this is gonna be this will be my last call i think caller you're live on the air good morning good morning my name is terry terry what's on your mind you got about 30 seconds i got 30 seconds to say that our world is at war right now. Is there a pandemic or what? So how can they say that we have an unemployment, they're giving us unemployment for a pandemic pay to make us seem like it's a, we, we're doing something bad? Mm-hmm. There's other countries that's getting way bigger checks every month where they they hating to give us this little bit of money. Where we, we, we at war with our own people because we suffer it also. So to say that it's about unemployment money, what is y'all, is y'all paying for unemployment or is y'all paying us for pandemic pay? All right. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. This is a topic I bet we could talk an entire uh, hour in addition to this about because the phone lines are still ringing. But it is 8.59 and 1, 2. Okay, now it's 9.59. It means I got, one, 8.59, I got one minute left here in the show. Uh, it has been a fantastic show, jam-packed with information. I hope you learned something because I did. Uh, if you are looking for... Uh, Some love delivered. Get in contact with uh, Samantha Douglas, who is uh, trying to deliver some love to some women across the city of Indianapolis. Uh, Do me a favor while you're sitting in the car or at the light, if you're going to church, whatever you're doing, uh, pick up your phone and uh, follow me on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook. And I'm going to follow you back. It is at Cameron Riddle so we can stay connected and you can let me know what's going on. And then I also have a task for you while you are there. Let me know what's going on in your community, in your neighborhood. And I'm also about to start a new segment here on the show. And it is someone that you should know. Every month, I'm going to start introducing you to someone that I think you should know because they're just cool or they're doing something cool or they're going to be somebody cool. If you know somebody who deserves to be known, send me an email as well. C-R-I-D-L-E at radio-one.com or Cameron Riddle, R-I-D-L-E, on all social media. I will follow you back. We will be back here, same times, same stations, next Sunday, live at 8.00.